0: Love, talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Pooler, and I'm going to jump across over to Rensselaer County and interview Rodney Wild, Rodney Woolshire, because Rodney is uh, running for the county legislature. Rodney, you're like the energizer but it, you never stop. I, I I admire you for that. So how's everything oh, thank
1: going? Oh, thank you, Cynthia. Um, I appreciate you uh, having me on your show. It's a wonderful show. Uh, things are great. Today is my birthday, so I'm, uh, I'm very happy. I'm in a good mood.
0: Good. So uh, we're recording this on uh, July 13th. Your birthday at, at some point has... Fallen on
1: Friday the 13th, right? Yeah, yep. <laughs> I think so, that was last year. I couldn't remember, though.
0: Have those Friday the thirteenths been lucky for you?
1: Yes, absolutely. They're always exciting. They're always lucky. 13 is my lucky number, so.
0: Oh, that's Good. great. So yep. tell us a little bit about your run for County Ledge. You know, I...
1: I I see the Rensselaer County um legislature especially within the city of Troy um having a need uh for true representation throughout uh, the city. You know, we have a democratic stronghold here in the city on the uh county legislature and you know, you'd think with 6 people from one party Um, especially the Democrats in an urban city, you might have some action and some true representation for, you know, some of the plates and the things that are going on in the city. And really what you hear from most of them are empty voices. And uh, moreover, the Democrats, the elected Democrats have done nothing but squabble amongst themselves on the legislature and, um, you know, fight behind the scenes, sometimes fight right out in public, And, you know, that's really not a place for that kind of uh, behavior and lack of representation. You're getting paid to uh, represent the people and, you know, be their voice, be an advocate. You know, it's on the county level. So, you know, we're not doing things like working on collecting garbage or street policing. But, uh, you know, they've gone virtually silent and silent. unresponsive to the needs of the people but they do uh, tend to meet the needs of the the local establishment um, party and so you know i've never been for that i've always been a representative of the people i've always stood up for what i feel is right and what i uh you know feel is on the right side of the issues and um you know like you said uh you know this is my city um I, i i don't quit and i do have a lot of energy and I feel that the people in Troy do need a representative that cares about them on the uh, county legislature, so you know I'm committed to to work with uh the county executive with the other legislatures with legislators i should say uh within the legislature and uh you know even with the city council here in Troy to do the best that I can to you know meet the needs of the people and represent them so that they are um you know truly getting what they pay for in their taxes
0: you are you were an elected official once before what was that position that you had yeah so um i was
1: the city council president the troy city council president and um you know it's essentially the the position is over the entire city so As far as your purview, it's the same for me. Um, You know, it's an at-large position, and the legislator is an at-large position as well. So it's uh, all the way from South Troy up to Lansingburg and everything in between.
0: So will you be, if you won this race, will you be representing just the Troy area?
1: Yes, technically, um that's that's where our our uh representation comes from. But um you know, we're gonna vote on things throughout the entire county. So and and you know, we'll be part of that entire legislative process, but this is our our district. It's district one which happens to be the city of Troy proper.
0: So what made you decide to run for county ledge after the Beating that you've got over the last two election cycles running for mayor.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily characterize it as a beating. I think that, uh, you know, you and I have talked about this many times in the past. There was a lot of political um, trickery that happened behind the scenes um, to, you know, thwart my campaigns. And, uh, you know, again, that that actually happened from within the Democratic establishment. Um, So, you know, there's there's no love lost there with the Democratic uh, establishment party operatives and in my campaign specifically. But, um, you know, the first election that I ran for mayor, they nominated a non-Democrat to run in that seat um, who happened to be the brother of the uh, Republican County uh, executive. Mm -hmm. And they snuck a former Republican in as a subversive candidate to, to uh, steal votes. They allowed him, you know, the democratic uh, board of elections commissioner allowed him to remain on the ballot, even though he was ultimately convicted convicted of a misdemeanor for election fraud. Uh, but they allowed him to be on the ballot and his positioning there allowed just enough votes to be um, siphoned off in the primary where, um, you know, we ended up, uh, not being able to be victorious, um, citywide. And, um, and a similar kind of maneuver happened in the, uh, in the past election, um, where the, uh, Democrats, democratic establishment that that particular campaign got cozy with the endorsed Republican candidate. And, um, you know, he played games, you know, in and out of the race, in and out of the race. And then at the last minute, uh, jumped back in the race and, confused enough voters to, again, siphon off about 600 votes um, for that election. And, um, you know, there were, you know, uh, let's just put it this way. There was some cooperation behind the scenes um, that, uh, you know, allowed the current mayor to, to be victorious both times. I represent the people. I ran with the support of the people. Um, I ran with a strong uh, campaign crew and, uh, you know, some real committed other candidates who are running for positions in the city, and uh, we always put the people first and the, the, the you know party is second party is uh, almost last in, in my
0: book. So what was the problem you know with the past two election cycles for mayor? what was it about you that the party structure did not want you around? Well, I don't, I mean,
1: I don't know. It depends on who you talk to, but, uh, okay. you know, I think, I think that, uh, from my perspective, you know, I had, I had sit downs at one point, actually at many points with, uh, the executives within the party and, you know, they scolded me and admonished me for not, um, asking them how to vote on particular pieces of legislation, um, They told me what I needed to say during council meetings and how I needed to hire people for positions. And, you know, that's, it's not their place to do it. I understand that that's politics and that's really, you know, kind of the nasty side and the dirty side of politics behind the scenes, but Mm -hmm. I don't play that game and they want people who are willing to play that game. And, uh, you know, I don't think that's in the best interest of the people. And I think most people would agree that you, that's not how you hire people. That's not how you give out patronage jobs. It's not how you give out, you know, city positions that are actually doing work for the people. And you certainly don't vote based on what the party apparatus tell you how to vote. And, you know, there, are, and that's where I bucked the system and, and they don't, uh, they typically don't endorse and um, promote people who don't play their, you know, their game and play by their
0: rules. What, what gives them the right to think that this might be – I think if this is a loaded question, but what gives these people the right to think that they could – decisions for the – People who live in the city, I mean, yeah, the city of Troy, right they, 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 they're self appointed people, they don't represent the majority of people who live in Troy, they represent only themselves right why do you think why do you think they feel that they have the right to do something like that? well, yeah, I mean it's power and it's control,
1: I mean a lot of these These people, um, you know, within the party apparatus, they feel that you are indebted to them if you are a candidate that happens to win elections or happens to, you know, win a specific election with their help. So you owe them. And, um, you know, there are so that's why they they feel that way. And they also have to try to assert that kind of control just so that they can remain in power and get their. You know, they're the people that they want appointed to particular um, bureaus or boards—it um, all works, you know, in their favor to maintain the status quo and to maintain that internal power base. So um, it's a slippery slope, and and there are candidates that uh, you know are only elected because of the party and what the party apparatus can do. And and uh, once you're in, you owe them. And if that's the way you got in. You owe them, and if you don't, you know, give them their, uh, <laughs> you know, if you don't give them their respect and and uh, you you know pay them back for that that uh, that win, um, you're going to be out. You're going to lose favor. I mean, we see that all over the place. We especially see that here on the local level, within the uh, within the city of Troy. I mean, there have been, you know, other people elected to the uh, city council that I served with who were within favor and then as soon as they didn't play by the rules they didn't get reendorsed for the uh for their subsequent follow up election. Um or they were, you know, kicked out of the party or kicked out of the committee, you know, in a very uh terrible fashion. Um and I saw that to Zalew- I saw that happen to Ken Zalewski firsthand. Um and uh so yeah it's um it's a it's a, a very you know <laughs> they say Troy crazy over here and it, it really is. And uh you know the politics in this this little big city are are honestly they're legendary. I mean they go back to Shea, and uh um, you know, it's still going on right now. The voter fraud trial from a few years ago, um you know, and the uh in just the more recent uh nonsense that we see, um you know, just in the elections that I've been involved in.
0: So if elected in your account through legislator what, what do you envision that you'll be able to do for the peop- people? Well, you know, I think that,
1: that um, it's what you, you put in – you get out of it what you put into it. And I'm a very, as you said, energetic – I am energetic, and I'm a hardworking representative, and I am passionate about the city of Troy, and I care for the people. And, you know, it's the people – it's, it's the, the youngest of us. It's the oldest of us. It's the people that, you know, are in some cases marginalized and, you know, need that representation and need that voice and that assistance, uh, need to know that they can turn to someone who can, you know, point them in the right direction or make a phone call for them or get the ear of whatever department needs to be. And when you have that platform, um, you do have those, those uh, opportunities. I don't want to say privileges, but you have those opportunities. So, you know, I fully intend to be able to be a voice for people. Um and that's something that I think most of the the legislators that are elected in the city of Troy right now are not doing. Um so, you know, on the, the county level we we have some creative ways to you know, generate or fund um, funnel assistance to the city of Troy. So it's not direct, like we can't, for example, open the city pool or we can't, for example, pave the streets or clean up garbage any better. But we can do things um, like help assist with children's, uh, you know, education as far as like uh, um, uh, trade education, um, help with. The youth Employment, um, help with the, obviously the Troy Senior Center, that's a county-run um, organization. So, you know, there are things that we can do and we can make sure that the quality of life here in the city of Troy is being, you know, best represented and best funded and, and best available to the people, especially the ones who are in most need. And if we can do that and help those people that are, you know, expressing and in need, then we are helping we are contributing to the pos- the positive growth within the city.
0: What do you think the most important issues facing the uh area that you want to uh represent?
1: Hmm. that's um, you know, in Troy, you know, it, it is infrastructure, it's always been infrastructure. Um I think that, you know, that contributes to the cleanliness of the city, to the um, ability to attract businesses and attract uh, tax-paying homeowners into the city, and then ultimately that, you know, leads to crime and the quality of life. So it's kind of a, you know, one-two-three-four step, which brings us, you know, to where people either want to live and work and play and spend their money in the city or not. You know, when you come into a city and it's riddled with potholes and it doesn't seem that the administration, you know, cares or is putting too much priority on it, um, you might be like, oh, this city is kind of falling apart. I don't I don't want to stay here. And that's a terrible, you know, a terrible uh, presentation or first impression to make for people when they come in. And that's unfortunately something that we see time and time and year and year again. And it is an old city. So our infrastructure is in constant need of repair. And it's something that we need to prioritize and we need to to stay after year after year. We can't just, um, you know, pave the streets or do one cleanup and and say that everything is, is correct. And then, you know, that kind of goes to the broken window theory where when you see one window on a block that's broken, it kind of changes the mindset of the other people there. And vandalism starts to take place, litter and blight. Um, continues and one thing leads to another and you just have a terrible looking block. Um, so, you know, we, you know, we're a city and we're plagued by that. You know, when I go to other communities or other areas within Rensselaer County, you don't necessarily see the same things that you see in Troy. And that's, um, you know, that's unfortunate. And then that slides into you know, people wanting to leave the city who are homeowners and taxpayers or the lack of people coming into the city wanting to invest in our city, whether it be a business to open or to shop or to generally feel safe, you know, living and raising a family in the city. And then once you get to that point, what you're left in is crime. And, uh, you know, so those are the, you know, kind of the repetitive um, you know, uh, things that lead to the cycle that I think is our biggest problem in this, in this city. So, I mean, that's, that certainly is something more, you know, that the administration is um, responsible for because they are the executive branch of government here within the city. But as a legislator, you know, I will have a voice and, and we will, you know, make sure that The people within the city that are doing the the work of the city are hearing about it because squeaky wheels do get oil and you know as an elected official um, you can't really ignore this wheel
0: so how many members of the uh, county legislature uh, legislate legislature are there 19 members
1: and there's six within the city of Troy
0: okay Um, so, you know, they say that Troy is new Brooklyn. It's, uh, coming a go-to place. Um, would you agree with that?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I think it, it, um, it has a lot of attractive, uh, features that are, are, Cute, especially to the quote-unquote hipster crowd. Um, I think we lost a little momentum. Maybe everybody lost a little momentum with the uh, with you know last year and the COVID experience. Um, right. Unfortunately, um, I hope that the movie production or you know the, the HBO uh, series production here has uh, you know reinvigorated some of the attractiveness or at least brought people to you know see what's going on. And now that mm-hmm. things are opening up and I hope people are, you know, going to go back to work and, um, you know, have places to go back to work and are able to go back to work safely, Um, I think that you will see people starting to to come back into Troy. So I think that's a good thing. You know, again, I've always said that um, Troy's business community, especially its downtown, has thrived and grown in spite of the city of Troy government. So I don't, you know... I would never um, applaud myself. I was on the council. The city of Troy started to, you know, really rebound um, economically, especially with the downtown area. And, you know, I would never applaud myself or any of the administrations on, you know, we did it. We made Troy great. No, I think the business owners, the hardworking and and entrepreneurial business owners, you know, who put their money and their blood, sweat, and tears into, uh, you know, establishing a business and staying Open for all of these years, um, they're the ones that that really need to get that um, appreciation. So um, I think that Troy is cool, but Troy is Troy because of Troy. Um, it's not because of any mayor or any uh, you know elected officials that have made it Troy. It's a it's really a, a group effort from uh, and, and an individual effort, if you will, from many of the people who have started and run and and um, persevered all these years in their own small businesses um so i think that's you know one of the the comparisons that you see with the being in the new brooklyn it's funky there's a lot of um rustic uh elements to some of the businesses that are open people really do have pride for shopping and keeping things local i think the farmer's market is a great um venue and you know weekly uh um event that people go to and feel proud about having um I think Troy Night Out is also another great event that we do every month that uh brings people in and also gives the residents of Troy a opportunity to go down and then throughout the entire city you know especially during the summertime months um you know we've got the Powers Park concert series up in Lansingburg and that you know provides an opportunity and right. a venue for people up in Lansingburg to have some family entertainment. So, I mean, Troy's got a lot of cool things going on throughout the city and, you know, the people in Troy are, are, uh, you know, they, they have a lot of pride in their blood and even the people that move into the city from out of the town, they become Trojans and they feel proud about where they live and they, they feel, uh, you know, almost an obligation to help make their city a better place. And that's, that's really cool. And that's exciting.
0: You know, a lot of, a lot of people who decide to run for office, they run, they don't win. Then you never hear from them again. What gives you the fire in the belly, Rodney? (laughs)
1: Um, I mean, I honestly, I mean, I think that that's the way I was raised. You know, my family, um, you know, motivated and inspired me to, you know, be um, involved in my community. Um, My wife and I, you know, and she's also very much like that. My wife and I are very involved in our community. I think it helps that we have, you know, school-age children. Our kids are now 14 and 16, but, you know, we're involved in their activities. We've been involved in, um, you know, various uh, community activities throughout the city, Um, We bring them along with us when we go, we, we help with cleanups, neighborhood cleanups, um, food drives, uh, you know, various other um, just, you know, social activities that are, that are going on. So we, we see the city, we are a part of the city, we're involved in the city. We almost exclusively, whenever we go out to to eat, um, we're almost always in Troy. We go on dates and and we go to Troy. Um, We're not, typically going to albany or saratoga or colony um we're 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 in the city of troy so this is our city we love it we care about it we're passionate about it and you know i don't turn a blind eye to the things that are going on or not going on and and that's why i you know i do have that energy and i do have that passion and um you know losing elections those are Setbacks, but I look at them as educational components. I mean, I've learned a lot about the electoral process. I've learned a lot about politics. You um, know, I'm an engineer. I'm an electrical engineer. I, I'm not a political science. Uh, you know, that's not what I majored in. I didn't major in history. I'm not a lawyer. And um, you know, I've I've really uh, I went to school so to speak now in politics and. You know, for the past 10 years, you know, I've been in elected office and I've run in almost every single citywide election that we've had um, over the past 10 years, including primaries. So, I mean, I have quite a bit of street experience um, going door to door with, uh, you know, various homes throughout the city. So I know people and I, um, you know, I recognize they recognize me. I recognize them. Uh, you know, the names are familiar. Conversations are familiar. I've made a lot of, you know, acquaintances and friends, you know, through this process, and that's been a great thing. And people, they know they can count on me. They know where I stand, and they know they can come to me, and that I'm, you know, I'm not going to blow them off. And, uh, you know, I'm going to try to help them, and, and I'm not going to make promises I can't keep. I, I've learned that as well. And uh, um, I'm going to do the best I can to, you know, help people uh, because that's, that's who I am.
0: So, we just have a couple of minutes left, Robbie. uh, why don't you give your contest information? Do you have a website and stuff? Well, we have a um
1: so I'm running with six diverse candidates
0: uh who
1: represent uh different neighborhoods and backgrounds within the city of Troy, and so I'd like to you know just mention their names as well because we're running as a team. We've kind of given ourselves a a cute name, and that's Team Troy United, because we all come from various political backgrounds. We come from various, uh, you know, um, professional backgrounds and also various areas throughout the city. We're not all concentrated in the east side or up in Lansingburg. Um, so, you know, it just it, we have a Facebook page is basically what I'm getting at, and that's our contact. It's Team Troy United. I also have my Facebook page for Wiltshire for Troy. But uh the Facebook page is is up there. And um Tom Hottie, uh Carlo Soriento, Gail Heber, Peggy Castle, and Brett Dolan. And um, you know, I think that's a really diverse and also fantastic crew of people. Um, they're all New to politics, uh, with the exception of Tom Hottie, but you know none of them have been elected before. So this is really their first go-round running citywide, and um, you know we're working very hard. We're working as a team. We're supporting each other. We're learning from each other, and uh, you know we're not we're not a fractured crew like uh, what I'm seeing amongst um, the uh, the people vying for the Democratic line. There's a there's a massive schism going on within that party within the local party here and it's um you know unfortunately the the citizens are are paying the price for that and they have been for the past uh you know over four years um but you know i really you know i'm pleased with the people that i'm running with i see their heart i see their passion for the city of troy and their experience and i think it's you know it's really um it's what we need. It's what the county needs, and we need good representation within the city. So I'm, I'm really excited about Tom and Carlo and Gail and Peggy and Brett. And I, you know, I hope that uh, you can vote for for six people. And I hope that you know any any person who's voting in the city of Troy when it, the election comes in November will vote for the six of us.
0: Sounds like you're having a lot of fun doing what you're doing. So Rodney, we're out of time. You've been listening to uh, Rodney Wilshire, who's running for Rensselaer County Legislature. This is Cynthia Pooler, where uh, I'm doing Focus on Albany. So if you like this show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Rodney, happy birthday and good luck.
1: Thank you so much, Cynthia.
0: thank you, everyone. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great day. Have a great day. God bless y'all.